You are now listening to Changing Lives, a podcast presented by Mount Gilead Full Gospel International Ministries, hosted by co-pastor Elena Robertson. Welcome back to Changing Lives, as we are changing lives with the Word of God, and I'm so glad that you join with me. Um, we are in the midst of a series called The Mind of Christ, uh, in particular right now, um, as you're listening um, as I'm recording this podcast, it is the month of May, and typically during the month of May, it is known as the Mental Health Awareness Month. And I just felt that it would be a, just a great time for us to, to really delve in deeper into the mind of Christ because that's what we have. And the Word of God tells us to let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. So as this podcast is all about changing lives with the Word of God, that's what we're going to get into. We're going to get into the Word of God, and we're going to allow it to change us from the inside out. And I know that you've been blessed by the um, last few podcasts, preferably if you've been listening. If not, go back and listen. It's the Word of God that will change us. When the Word of God comes, it illuminates. It brings, brings light. The Word of God is quick, and the Word of God is powerful, and it's able to go to those areas in our lives where it's not like Christ, and it's able able to transform us into uh, who we are to be, and that is to be like Christ. And so, um, so as we get into this, we're uh, this is like part three of Mind of Christ. And so listen back at the other two if you haven't listened to those. Um, but we've been um, breaking down a few scriptures that are like our base scriptures. And so um, in 1 Corinthians 2.16, it talks about, but we have the mind of Christ. And we talked about the, the various parts of um, how that we uh, derive to uh, having the mind of Christ. And, um, and it's based on um, what God has given us, you know, and um, how he has set us up to be able to, to think like he thinks and to be like he uh, like he is because we're made in his image and in his likeness. And then that particular chapter, 1 Corinthians 2, it talks about the carnal mind and it talks about the natural mind. And and um, we went on into uh, Mind of Christ part two to talk about the difference between the natural mind and the spiritual mind and the mind of Christ. And so, um, and there's very some very clear uh uh, uh, differences between the carnal mind and the spiritual mind, and so um, and so we won't belabor this particular uh, session to talk about that. So go back and listen to that because it's really really good. But we'll um, stem from um, that scripture that was in Romans the eighth chapter, where it talks about the spirit versus the flesh, and so the the carnal mind is the natural mind, is uh, uh, the mind that's 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 just um, governed by the flesh. And so, and of course, the spiritual mind, the mind of Christ is governed by the spirit of God. And so you'll find that in Romans, um, the eighth chapter. And so, and then our, 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 our additional base scripture comes from out of Philippians 2, 5, where it says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. So that word let uh, uh, indicates to me 
that we have a choice. We have a decision on whether we allow the mind of Christ to be in us like it was in Christ Jesus. And even that whole chapter, we'll get a chance where within the series, we'll, we'll, we'll dig into um, some more um, truths uh, that's revealed in Philippians chapter two about the mind of Christ. And so, um, and so then we, we also connected it to the fact that, that, um, we're able to be partakers of his divine nature. I mean, he went through all that he went through, the suffering, um, um, the mockery, the, 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 um, the betrayal. Um, he went through all that he went through the life that he lived as an example here on this earth. And, um, fulfilling his assignment so we can be partakers of his divine nature. And his divine nature is a strong mind, is, is a mind that's connected to the Father. And so, um, you know, and in the Word of God, it, t- it lets us know that he lived as an example uh, uh, for us and that we need to learn about his life in order to know how to govern our own lives. In Romans the 8th chapter, it says, He became like us so that we may become like Him. For whom He foreknew, He also predestined to become conformed to the image of His Son, that He might be the firstborn among many brethren. So He came and He he led this life in the flesh, God, God in three persons, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. God God uh, the, the Son came in the earth rim, hallelujah, to, um, to live this life, to, um, to go through all the things that we would ever go through in our fleshly being as, uh, in, in, in humanity as human beings so that he could conquer those things that the enemy has set up to defeat us with. And so, you know, so he became like us so that we may become like him. I think of that scripture that says that he became poor. He was rich. He had, he had, I mean, heaven was his home. You know, it is his home now because he's back with the father um, living in our hearts though. But, but heaven there's nothing that can match the richness, the the greatness, the the purity, the 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 the, the perfectedness of heaven. Um, and so he gave up all of that. He was rich in all that, rich in peace, rich in joy, rich in prosperity, rich rich in and so many things. But he gave all that up um, so that we could become rich. Glory to God. And so that's in every aspect. So that's your money in your pocket. That's your peace of mind. That's that spirit, soul, and body. All the richness that comes within our spirit and our soul and our body belongs to us if we're willing to take on what he did for us. And so he became rich. He became poor that we might become rich. Hallelujah. And then in Matthew eleven twenty nine, 29, it says, uh, he's, he's admonishing us. This is Jesus' words where he said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. In other words, learn how I flow, how I flow with my father. Learn how I, 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 I think and learn how I uh, 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 walk in peace and how I walk in joy and how I conquer death and how I um, just live a life of, of abundance. He said, learn of me. He said, I am meek and lowly in heart. And that's not meek and lowly as in weak. 
not weak in the flesh, but that's that's a a, a inward uh, a strength that he had, but a a a um a humbleness that he had about him to recognize that in and of itself he could not do anything without being connected to the Father. And so those are things that he's telling us. You need to learn that of me so that you can know how to flow in the same mind that I have. Amen. And then in John 13, 15, it says, For I gave you an example that you should all should do as I did to you. Okay. And so in the same way, Christ also suffered uh, for us, leaving us an example to follow in his footsteps. And so that's from out of first Peter uh, 2.21. And so, so as we learn, okay, as we so learn Christ in, in Ephesians 4, it's another chapter that says, but you have not so learned Christ. And he's talking about how we've picked up all these things of the world. Uh, um, we allowing our emotions to, to, to run, uh, to run us and, um, um, uh, uh, our intellect and all these things. And, 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 and in this particular scripture, it's, it's telling the Ephesians that you've not learned these things from Christ. Okay. And then it goes on to talk about, if so be that you have learned him, meaning Christ, and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning your former conversations, the old man, your former ways of doing things, your ways of coping, your ways of, of handling life and dealing with circumstances and living from day to day, that you put those off. And then it goes on to say, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and in true holiness. That's Ephesians, the fourth chapter, the 17th through the 24th really explains it. But it says those things that are opposite of the ways of Christ, you didn't learn that from Christ. You didn't learn that from Jesus. You didn't learn that from his example that he laid out in the uh, when he was in the earth realm. And so, so that lets us know that, so we have to flip that script and we have to, to look at the things that we did learn from him. And that, those are the things that are to govern our lives, that are to govern the way that we think, that are to govern the way that we deal with problems and conflict and trouble and, um, 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 persecution and, and betrayal and, and all of those things, hard times, difficult times, we have to go back to the way um, that we learn from Jesus Christ. Um, and if we don't know, we got to get in the Word because that's how we learn. We get in the Word and we see how does how did Jesus handle tribulation? How did He handle sickness? How did He handle um, uh, those who turned their backs on Him? How did He handle when, when there was nobody else that was with Him, when everybody else left Him, when even those who were supposed to be close to Him, when His disciples left Him, how did He handle that. And those are the things that we learn of him. So he says, learn of me, learn, let's learn of him so that we know how to govern our lives. And it's all in the word of God. And I thank God that it's the word of God, hallelujah, that is our, our solid rock, our foundation. It's the word of God that's forever settled in heaven and that is failure proof. Glory to God, the word of God. So as we learn further about the mind of Christ, we will we'll see in the word of God that there, you know, as it pertains to the mind being Christ-like minded, that there are some clear characteristics in the word of God that, that shows us that, um, 
that we can have the mind of Christ, and it's clear in that. And so, um, so I'm going to be sharing with you in the next couple of of series uh, as we continue on um, some of these characteristics because it, it's so powerful and it's so clear. And if we if we can take this and we can get it in our spirits and we can renew our minds, there is nothing that can defeat us. It's already it's already a done deal. It's already a wrap. Um, but w- when we are not secured in the mind of Christ and letting this mind be in us, then we can be sh- we we can be rattled. We 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 can be shaken. We can be defeated of whatever comes our way. Those things have the power can have the power over us. But as I share, you're going to receive. Uh, the freedom that comes in knowing uh, what the Word of God has done for us. Amen. And so one of the characteristics as we've gotten into the Word of God, and you see that we've already been, you know, um, uh, uh, tapping into it a little bit, and that is um, being alive. The mind of Christ is full of life. Glory to God. And so as we shared in the previous podcast in Romans, the eighth chapter, it talked about um, the the works of the flesh and the works of the spirit. And the works of the flesh are connected to the carnal mind and the works of the spirit are connected to the spirit mind um, and uh, the mind of Christ. And so in Romans, the eighth chapter, the sixth verse, it talks about how the mind is uh, set on the spirit, which is life and peace. So that word that says the spirit is life. Okay, um, and so as we go to it, let's let's go to uh, Romans the eighth chapter and let's allow the, the the word of God to set us free in our minds. So Romans the eighth chapter, the sixth verse, and it's and um, the sixth verse says. For to be carnally minded is death, because we know the opposite of life is what? Is death. And so to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. And so we've already talked about all the other characteristics of um, the, the, the carnal mind, but let's focus in on the the spiritual mind, which is the mind of Christ, is the life that's in um, Christ Jesus. Glory to God. Life in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so when we look at um, life versus death, in Ephesians, the second chapter, um, it's clear that, that Jesus Christ came and lived his life in this earth realm so that we could have life. He laid down his life. He gave up his life so that we can have life. That that was that exchange, just like he became poor that we might become rich. Okay, that was an exchange for for, for death. So instead of a death sentence that was given unto us, he, he, he took the death sentence for us so that we can have life. And so in Ephesians 2, 1, it talks about how um, uh, we were quickened. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Our mortal bodies were quickened. We were once uh, on this path uh, to death, 
based on our trespasses and our sins that were against God, but we were quickened to life in Christ Jesus. We were saved by grace. We were snatched out of uh, the plan that the enemy had for us, and we were raised up together with God, and now we're able to be seated in together with Christ in heavenly places. And that's something you got to know in your spirit, that when there's anything that's relating to death, anything uh, that's related to death, that 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 is not your lot. That is not your um. That is not your your inheritance. When you give your life to Christ Jesus, you inherit life. Hallelujah! Life here on earth and life in the the life to come. Glory to God. And 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 in and, and heavenly places here on earth and then in heaven. When we when we leave when we leave in this earthly body. We go to life, uh, hallelujah, eternally. But while we're here on this earth, no, it's not uh, anything that relates to death. To uh, and, and death, a lot of times, is connected to sickness. It's connected to sorrow. It's to, connected to deadness. It's connected to to um, something that's not in that, that's not active. That's not moving. That's not shifting. That's not changing. Um, it death is dormant. Death death is 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 just um, inactive. And so anything that's related to death does not belong to us. And we have uh, <clears throat> we have a right to decide whether we're going to take on life or death. I think about the scripture that says, <clears throat> I've set before you life and death. But we have a choice. We can choose that, you know, you know, God, he, he, he made an exchange for us, but he's not going to make us take on life. It's, it's, it's still up to us whether we're going to take on the life that, that he ex- gave to us freely. Hallelujah. And so every single day, we have to make a choice all throughout the day. We have choices to make that it's presented to us that we can choose to have life. We can choose to have death. We can choose to have an inactive or in a, uh, a dormant situation uh, that may pertain to whatever, whether it's in our relationships, whether it's in our our finances, whether it's in our body, if there are things that are presented to us and and we can clearly see, okay, this has the characteristics of death. Now, according to my choice that I have, I can choose either to take on death or I can choose to either take on life. And so in every circumstance and in every situation, you have a choice. You have a choice of life and death. And so because we've been raised up together and to be able to made to sit together in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, come on now, why why would we choose anything other than life? (laughs) I mean, if you go out throughout the word, he plainly lets us see that the better choice is clearly life. (laughs) It's clearly life but he's not going to make us choose. So you can choose sickness. You can choose sorrow. You can choose um, heartache. You can choose pain. These are things that are presented to us. And it's not to say that in our humanity that, w- that, we, w- that, 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 that we're exempt from it. Um, 
It's presented to us, and our exemption comes when we choose to say, okay, I, I, I choose not to go that right. I choose not to allow the effects of death in this situation to overtake me. Hallelujah. I choose to take the word of God and, and, and to allow it to come alive in me so that I can overcome the, the situations that death can bring to me, the situations that inactivity can bring to me, okay? And so it's powerful when you look at all that, that Christ, Jesus Christ did for us. His mind is full of life. Uh, he, 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 he made that exchange so that he can set us up to embrace life. I mean, you look at John 10, 10, what does it say? He says, the enemy, the thief, the devil, Lucifer, Satan, he comes only to steal and to kill and to destroy. Come on, all that's wrapped up in death. To steal from you what rightfully belongs to you. Uh, to, to destroy a, a, a vitality of life that belongs to you. Uh, uh, it, to still kill and destroy. But the word says, but this is Jesus again talking. This is his mindset. He said, my whole reason for living in this earth realm is to bring life to you. Life abundantly, not just life, not just, you know, you barely making it by. No, no, not that you, you strive and no, but you thriving. That means that abundant life that, that is full of vitality, that is full of, of, of newness, that is full of, 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 of just, um, just goodness and, and greatness that is full of that. And even in, you know, the Amplified version, it talks about that you might have life to the full until it overflows. Hallelujah. Oh my God, I think of that overflowing life because you know, Jesus, he wasn't a selfish person and that's another characteristics of him and we'll get into that. But just on the surface of the, the, the he wasn't a selfish person. He always, he lived an abundant life for us so that our life would not just be for ourselves, but, it, but that it could be for others as well. So that overflow is for others, glory to God. And so, but he, he set this thing up that we can have enough for us, that we can be blessed, glory to God, and that we can also be a blessing to others. Come on, we know the saying, we always talk about we're blessed to be a blessing. That's what that thing is all about. That's why we have life abundantly. That's why it's not just life, just enough, just to get by, but it's life abundantly, glory to God. And so, hallelujah, I'm, I, I get excited about all that was done for me all that was done for you. And it's a choice of whether you're going to take on this abundant life. Come on, I'm challenging you now because I know that your faith has been shaken. Your faith has been tested in this time and your mind is not lining up with the mind of Christ that deals with abundance. I know that there is lack all around us. I know that there are people who have suffered loss and all of these things are going on, but I'm here to tell you, even in the midst of that, you can still hold on to the abundant life. Glory to God. You can still hold on to, to increase. You can still hold on to, to vitality. You can still hold on to the abundance that comes along with that. You know, so in the when you deal with that, 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 that life, the, the aliveness that's in God, 
You got to think about all the things that pertain to you. Your marriage. Come on, let's deal with that. Is there life in your marriage? When you wake up in the morning, do you do 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 you have joy in your heart to think about how you're gonna uh you know, how you're connected to your to your to your spouse, uh, or do you dread waking up in the morning and having to interact with your spouse? Uh, is there life in your marriage? Do you enjoy being together? And, and and I say that if you don't have life in your marriage, then the enemy has tricked you. The enemy has duped you. The enemy has caused you to fall into this to this trap of accepting death in your marriage. And you know, it doesn't have to be so because Jesus Christ, hallelujah, has set this thing up that we can have life, 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 abundant life in our marriage, glory to God. That it's not, it's not dormant. It's not, it's not, um, um, uh, 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 it's, it's, it's not full of sadness and, 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 and despair, uh, and despondency, but it's full of life, glory to God. And so I challenge you that even in your marriage, in your relationships, any of your relationships, come on now, when you have the mind of Christ and you have abundant life set on you, that means you going after anything that's death, any type of relationship that you may have relationship with your children, relationship with your, with your parents, relationship with 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 your friends with those at church you you are you you are setting your mark on bullseye that you're going to go after anything that's not life and you're going to attack it with the spirit of life and with truth to allow God to breathe life into those relationships to breathe life hallelujah into anything that's dead that is the mind of Christ. I mean, come on now to think about it. What what if what if Jesus hadn't connected to the fact that if he didn't make this exchange, uh, what if in his mindset he was so caught up on, I don't feel like doing this. I I I don't feel like going to the cross and and making this exchange. I don't feel like making completing this assignment because my feelings are hurt. Because because you know I'm sad. I'm sorry for they treated me wrong. They did no 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 no. He he had the, he, he his mind was so set on life for us that it, it overrode his feelings, his emotions, his intellect. Come on now. He, he, he went up to a mountain with his disciples to pray at this point before he was going to the cross. And he had this moment um, that he had with the father that he felt like giving up. But because he had so much in him, the fact that he had to, to fulfill this assignment to give us life, he said, not my will, Father, nevertheless, let your will be done. He knew that he had to finish it. That was his mindset. And so there's some things that you have to finish. You have the power within you. Why? Because if Jesus Christ could have gone, went through all that he went through and he finished the assignment, surely, surely we are able we have within us the ability to take that life, that abundant life, and to go and deal with any dead situation, glory to God, and to allow the Spirit of God to breathe life into that situation. Oh, I could take a lap on that one, glory to God. Hallelujah. So you got to look at this thing. The mind of Christ is full of life. 
So you, I'm saying you, and you may have tapped into this podcast and you may be laying in your bed and depression has been bombarding you every day since dealing with this pandemic. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you because you have been choosing death. And I'm letting you know you have the power within you to get up out of that bed of despair, that bed of, of death, that bed that the enemy has told you that you that what is it worth, what, what is it worth getting up for? What is it worth getting up and and and, and freshening up yourself and experiencing life uh, when, when all that's going on around you? Yeah, you may have lost your job, you may have lost your loved one, but I'm here to tell you, you still here and why? You're still here because. You have within you the ability to embrace life, life and life more abundantly. Glory, glory to God. Do it. Do it. Get up from there and receive life, the abundant life that God has for you. Get up from there and get in the word of God. And even if it's just one scripture, if you're just declaring that Jesus Christ came that I may have life and life more abundantly, you begin to speak that. And I believe that the word of God will begin to breathe in you like a respirator, like a hallelujah, like he's breathing life in your lungs as you begin to speak the word of God. Hallelujah. Life. Glory to God. And so, so when you look at uh, uh, um, the mind of Christ and, 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 and the characteristics of life, you're looking at, you're looking at the fact that, um, that it's not lazy. It's the, the, you know, when, when you have life, um, and you are alive, it, it's certainly the opposite of being lazy. Okay. And so, so that, 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 um, that lazy spirit, you got to watch because even in the midst of this pandemic, you know, I know that we're not in the place where we're doing a lot of things such as going about and doing the things that we normally would do. And so the flesh is kind of like, oh, this is my time to, to just chill. And so, and for some of us, you know, it's, it's not bad. It's, 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 you need to chill. But for some of us, this can be your this can be your the worst thing for you because you were already borderline not being active. You were already borderline not 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 moving forward in some things. And this could be the very trap that the enemy can use to cause you to to be placed in this place of being dormant and 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 not allowing uh what God has planned for you to come to pass in your life. So you could be, you know, chilling out in the house, eating your bonbons, drinking your your tea and 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 life is passing you by. And so you got to know and you you know where you are. So you know if you if this is your time where you need to take a little bit of 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 reprieve uh 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 cuz you've been running ragged and you know whether this is the time where, oh, you got time on your hand and, 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 and you've been laying on the couch, you've been binging out on Netflix, you've been, you've been, you've been uh, comatose <laughs> with, with your video games and all of those things. You've been, you've been on social media and you've been just flipping and flipping hours and hours looking at what other people are saying and what's going on. You've been, you've been, you've been, you've been uh, uh, stationary in front of the news. You know who you are. And so I want to challenge you that you, if you've been in that state of comatose, 
you got to you got to slap out of it because that's not the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ is active. It's alive. It's quickening. And the word of God that's coming through this podcast, I pray that it's quickening your spirit right now. And there are some things that that you may have been putting on where this and that or this and who have. No, it's your choice. It's your choice for you to say, look, I got to do something with my life. I got to get up off of my, my rusty dusty and get into doing what God has called me to do. Every single child of God, he's given vision. Every single child of God, he speaks. He speaks and he leads and he guides and directs. He does not leave us purpose. We all have a purpose and there is purpose that you have to fulfill. And as you take on the mind of Christ, you will know that. Hallelujah. And so I provoke you to get up and get moving into doing what God has called you to do. Get up and get moving and put some action into it. Some of you, you have to get up and get moving and get to walking. Get you, Some of you got treadmills at the bottom of your basement. You need to get on that treadmill and get moving. That's a part of life. Get moving. Hallelujah. And there's something about when, you know, sometimes we may not have the whole plan laid out, but when you begin to get moving in some way or another, it causes momentum to begin to, to pick up in our direction and it will cause things that were a little slow, that were a little uh, uh, lagging and, 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 and moving and creeping along to begin to pick up momentum and begin to move. Hallelujah. And so the mind of Christ is life. Glory to God. It's alive. It's quickening, glory to God. And, and, and so this is a reflection of God. Because <laughs> you know God's not lazy. You know Jesus is not lazy. And you know the Holy Spirit is not lazy. God the Father, God the Son. But we are made in His image. And we are made in His likeness, glory to God. And so, so we want to be that reflection as we learn of Him. As, as we take on His yoke, His way of doing things, his way of being governed by the word of God. We want to take on the characteristics in our minds, glory, glory to God, of life, of being alive, being intentional about when we get up in the morning, hallelujah, I'm embracing life. I'm in the land of the living. Why did God spare my life? Because he's breathed life into your body. And life is meant to be full of abundance and vitality. And it's supposed to be shifting and moving. So I speak to you that wherever there's things that are dormant, there are dreams that are dormant. There, there are visions that you just thought, oh, well, maybe it was just by happenstance. Oh, no, there's no mistake about that. If God gave you a vision, if he gave you a dream, then there is life that is to cause that vision and that dream to come to pass, glory to God. And so you have a choice. Will you allow that life to, to be released from out of your being? And the way that it is, is as a man thinketh in his heart, which is your mind, which is your soulish part, and that biggest part of your soulish part is your mind. As a man thinketh in his heart, in his mind, so is he. And so you have the ability to allow life, to flow, life to flow in your marriage, life to flow in your household, with your family, with your relationships, with your children, with your brothers and sisters in Christ, life to flow on your job, um, 
and, and what God has given your hands to do, your vocation, your, your, your career. He may be shifting some of you to start a new career. Hey, it's a fresh start. That's a part of life. And so if you have the right mindset, you'll see that he'll give you everything you need to begin to flow in that new vein, in that new life, that life abundantly, that life that's full of glory, that's life that's full of joy, that life that's full, full of vitality. And so I say to you, as we continue on in this series, uh, get this word of God in you. Go back and, 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 and allow the word, word of God to come alive in you and to recognize where are the areas in my life where in my mind I have not embraced life, um, which is a main characteristic of the mind of Christ. So I say in you, 1 Corinthians 2.16, you have the mind of Christ. And in Philippians 2.5, it says, let this mind be in you as it is also in Christ Jesus. God bless you. This has been another episode of Changing Lives. Be sure to subscribe to stay updated on new episodes. Also, find us on the web at mountgileadfgim.org. And follow us on Instagram at Mount Gilead FGIM.